0: Welcome to probably the best fitness and nutrition podcast. This is your host, Bradley Schneller, owner of Roof Fitness and Stack Coaching. What's up, y'all? Uh, there's never a good way to start these things. Like, I feel like I am the worst at starting off the podcast. It's a lot of what's up, y'all. Hey, y'all. That type of thing. Check out me. I'm from the South, y'all. Hi. (laughs) That's good, too. That that screams something else, not I'm from the South.
1: (laughs) No, I know, but I feel like you do a lot of that, too.
0: (laughs) Possibly. Um, all right. So I am here with my favorite sister. Uh... (laughs) Uh, my only sister by blood, Melissa Schneller. What's up, Melissa? <laughs> What's up, y'all?
1: <laughs> <Hi>.
0: <laughs> I definitely don't do that. Oh, man. <laughs> um, so typically what you don't see, if you're not watching this, is we both have the same haircut, but you can't tell because I have a had one today.
1: Mine's fresh. Um, Just I, got
0: it I would say, I always say this, Melissa might argue, we can argue with it today. I feel like I got the haircut first and then she got it.
1: Whatever. We, it's been a long time. We've had the
0: same haircut for almost a decade. So,
1: yeah, about chopped it all off. My luscious locks.
0: You're 30, right?
1: I will be 30. You're 30. In two you, months.
0: give 30. Get close. Two two months. Yeah, speak up. There yes, you go. Yes. <laughs> 30 in two months. Whew. All right. Um. All right, Melissa. So, you've do, been doing CrossFit for a decade.
1: About on and off for. Yeah. You yeah. started
0: with me back in the day. Yeah. Um. And how do you feel like your level of fitness is now?
1: Oh, like exponentially different. Completely different.
0: Mm-hmm. In in what way?
1: Um Endurance is way better. Um strength is different, but different in a good way, meaning when I was heavier oh Okay. Yeah, you don't have to move up
0: if I move in the <laughs> All right, up. all right. No, I don't know where yeah, it needs to yeah, be in front of your um, mouth.
1: <laughs> You know, before really dialing in nutrition, I was strong, but never like a healthy strong.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. I
1: guess I call it a fat strong.
0: Fat strong. All right, I like fat strong. <laughs> so let's talk about that. How long were you overweight? I don't like to use the word fat. Fat seems, I, it feels abrasive. I'm going to use the word overweight. How long were you overweight? Too long. Too long. Can you remember, what, what is your first memory of being overweight?
1: Um, man, I don't know. Uh, I'm not really sure. Like, I don't know if there was any one thing that stuck out to me. Because like I looked at it, I was like, wow, I'm strong. I can... In
0: high school, were you overweight?
1: No. Okay. No, honestly, high school was probably the thinnest I had ever been. Right after you graduated? Yeah, I went out, partied, drank, ate like shit.
0: So that's kind of where it started. Probably,
1: yeah. But still then, I was active and doing CrossFit, but no nutrition at
0: all. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not right. at all. Right. Okay. Well, let's, so let's let's dive into that. You were um, in high school. You said you were thin. Yeah. You were busting your ass. You played softball and basketball. Yeah. Right. Uh, how like let's let's go back there. You were probably burning a ton of energy, right? Oh yeah. I mean. Um, <laughs> or <laughs> you're burning a, t- a ton of calories. Yeah. Uh, but clearly, it wasn't sustainable. Because yeah, you well, were you yeah. were you were out all the time. Um, what were your eating habits like in high school? Can you remember?
1: Um, still not great. I, mean, I ate school well, lunch. Explain. You know, yeah. Ta- mean, walk
0: me through a day. You woke up. What kind of things did you eat for breakfast?
1: Uh, I either didn't eat breakfast or mm-hmm. I ate breakfast at school after a morning practice. Which was um, What kind what, of stuff
0: did they serve at school?
1: Uh, <laughs> waffles waffles, <laughs> or pancakes or I, uh-huh. I'm not really I don't really remember but then lunch was like a chicken sandwich or whatever the hot lunch was and you just you ate that and then maybe a bag of chips maybe some cookies it, I mean it was shitty right it was bag shitty school lunch isn't you got great. home
0: from you, you went to practice after school yeah and then and then you ate dinner at home
1: yeah whatever mom and dad cooked
0: okay cool
1: which I mean there wasn't the best but Guess what? We always had a hot meal on the table. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, no, no doubt. I mean... <laughs> no doubt.
0: No doubt. Um, okay, cool. So what was... Did you guys lift in high school?
1: Yeah. Um, softball wasn't... I mean, I kind of... Basketball was always first, and we... Our conditioning was running. Yeah. Um, we lifted a little bit pre-season, uh, but you got into the season, and you... You ran, you ran, you ran, you ran. I remember somebody asking one time, one of the coaches, hey, are we ever going to learn offense? And she said, well, if you can't get up and down the court, you don't need to learn an offense. <laughs> and uh, let me tell you, it was true. So, yeah. I mean, that's where my th- I got thin running. Yeah. And I hate running.
0: <laughs> right. So naturally you stop doing that. Yeah, and the and comes on if you don't change your gaming yes, habits, and- right? What kind of, all right, so let's just jump right in. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, all right. So, you're gay.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think so. <laughs> Jordan yes, says so. <laughs> Word on the street. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, when did you come out?
1: Um, I officially came out my summer before my senior year, so two thousand right of high school. So yeah. two thousand nine, summer two thousand nine, I believe. Um, I. Talked to girls before that. No one really knew. A couple friends knew, um, but really told mom and dad. And you probably the summer before my senior year.
0: I remember I was at the Weston when you called me and told me. Yeah. Um. What? How long did you know?
1: Before um. <laughs> now when I think about it, like I think I've. Life, I think I've known like different situations. I think I've known here and there, but never knew what it was. Like, I was like, why do I think this girl's hot? Like, <laughs> right. um, but really in high school. And then I think it was more of like, okay, I'm scared to say something and trying to figure out really who I was. And then I was, when I told some friends and they were like, Hey, well, I don't care. <laughs> then I was like, okay, well, if y'all don't care, maybe more people won't care. Um, and then I was like, well, this is my truth and this is who I am.
0: What was that like? For, I mean, I, I remember it was hell. I remember it was hell. It, what, 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 it was, what was hard. It? Yeah. Like tell me the thoughts that went through your head. Like, you know, how hard was this to tell people? How'd you feel after you told people?
1: Um, so the group of friends that I had that I told first, I didn't think they'd have an issue with it. And when I said something, they were like, yeah, we don't give a fuck like cool, whatever. Um, and actually a lot of those girls are gay now, so it's even, it's even better that way. Mm -hmm. Um, and then coming out to mom and dad, I really didn't have a choice. Um, mom saw me with a girl who dressed more like a guy, Mm -hmm. um, you know, her personal own style and I got questioned and it, yeah, (laughs) I don't know if it was questioned or more interrogated, but I didn't really have an option but to say, yeah, this is who I am. Um, so that for, was. For hard. the record, I
0: just want to throw this out there. Like, yeah. things are different now.
1: A 100%. Um, Mom and dad are great. Yeah. They love Jordan. They. It's taken time. You've had a lot of
0: girlfriends over for. Yeah. Before Jordan. Yeah. No, yeah. no disrespect, Jordan. <laughs> you weren't the first. <laughs> no, but like, but things have changed. It was, yeah, yeah. But, but um, in the moment back then, it, it was, was hard.
1: hard. It, it was definitely hard. And I, I do believe it played a lot into a lot of different things over the course of my 20s. Yeah. Um, I,
0: so that's that's what I want to get into. Yeah. Okay. Is how did like not being able to be who you were, maybe initially, and then the conflict that created it around you. Yeah how did that affect like your decision-making when it came to school or jobs or eating or working out or friendships, family, like, you know, like let's, let's kind of hit on all those. All right. So family, how did that affect how long, how long were you in that murkiness?
1: Um, a while it affected a lot. Uh, trying to really play a part in like who you are and your personal style, uh, what you want to do, like who you want to surround yourself with. Um, It all plays in into it and you don't think so and people don't realize it, but it's, it's scary to live your truth like because not everybody agrees with it, you know? And I got a lot of pushback from from mom and not so much dad, but mom, it was hard for her. She didn't know that was new. It was new for her. And I'm grateful that she has grown with it and learned and accepts me for me now and understands like, this is who I am. I'm still Melissa at the end of the day. Um, but you know, I, I was never the person that knew what they wanted to do. Yeah. it's And I think, Figuring out who I was also played a part in that. Like, well, shit, I don't really know who I am as a person, but and I also don't know what I want to do at school. So here I am just getting a job and figuring it out every day by day, you know?
0: Hey, that's okay.
1: Yeah. Oh, shit. Here I am, and I'm still doing it. Right, like, that's okay, you
0: know? Um, (laughs) Yeah. So it's interesting because I thought that I was always a progressive person, and I remember... Uh, when you told me, like my initial thought was, "Oh, you're just trying to like get get at mom and dad or something like that," yeah, or, like are you yeah. sure or something like that, which in retrospect seems crazy that I said that, especially yeah. with h- how I thought of myself, you know. And so it's it's interesting when you when you look at that and not defending anything i'm not justifying anything but you look at generations and how people react like it it takes time yeah you know do you know the Um, first
1: person i told was aunt tremaine
0: she was the first
1: family member that i told um i called her and i said hey i really need to talk to you about something and she's like what's going on and i said i think that i like girls Mm -hmm. and she said to me okay um does anyone else know in the family and i said no you're the first person and i said please don't tell mom yeah um i said she's this is for me to to hash out please hold this secret for me and she said okay she said look she said take your time figure it out and just be safe and be careful and i'm here yeah you know and like that was like the best feedback i've gotten from family um but yeah, everybody is, it's it's hard for people if it's not their norm. I and now mean, it's like
0: no big deal. Uh, I
1: mean, yeah, I, I guess it's no big deal. Right. I'm hoping it's no big deal. Right, right, right. But it's, it's funny.
0: So like I was watching, um, oh, man, I say that all the time. It's funny. I say that all the time. as like a transitional phrase. I, it drives <laughs> me right, crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was watching, I've been watching a lot of early 2000s, uh netflix shows oh yeah you were telling me that. yeah Yeah. and they are like rom-coms um and my jaw hits the ground because all the
1: cringeworthy things all the cringeworthy
0: jokes which are funny (laughs) but also like oh my god i can't believe they just said that because it's like misogynistic and sexist and Uh, and i'm just like oh god But 10 years ago, it was like, ain't no thing. Like, I'm talking about a movie that was made in 2013. You're like, no big deal. And here we are, 2021. You're like, whoa. And so it's funny how fast time has sped up in terms of society accepting Mm -hmm. what is normal. Like, it's no big deal. Like, Christopher, our cousin Christopher, had a wedding wedding. to another man, and we all went to it, and it was great, and we all had, we a, all great had a great time. Yeah. We all had a great time. It nuts, like, yeah, it was nuts. Yeah, NBD. You know. Yeah. Uh Three years before that, like we're freaking out because you I've came come out of the, the closet. Came yeah. out of the closet, right? <laughs> so it's like in that quick a time. Yeah. We were able to move on. Well,
1: and you want to hope that your family showed up because you're truly happy and didn't right. show up for the show or didn't show up because they no, felt like they needed to. Well, and I think to be honest, that's not, I don't want to say fear. I don't know if that's the right word, but mm-hmm. I could only hope for that. If that day comes for me, you're showing up because you truly care for me and my future and you want me to be truly happy. And if you understanding me truly happy is with a woman or whatever, then so be it, you know? And I, and I do believe that our family showed up for support of him that day. Yeah. And everyone, everyone had a great time. Yeah, you know? We all
0: had a great time. It was love. Yeah. So, uh, friends. Okay. Any pushback from any friends or did it, did it change how you interacted with your friends at all?
1: Um, I don't think pushback from friends. Uh, I think when I, when I came out, I, I think a lot of people still were in that unless I just did a hundred percent self-discovery phase. And I think a lot of people didn't we're scared to say it out loud or we're still, like I said, you know, self-discovery. And next thing you know, it was, you were hearing more and more people come out. And I don't know if that was a time, I mean, 2010, it doesn't feel like that long ago, but it, 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 it was. Yeah. Yeah, Um, Yeah. Where I don't know if that was a time where people were still trying to hide, you know? Um, But I mean, you f- you just feel better. You're like, here, this is who I am, you know. And that, I never really got pushback from friends. Um, if anything, it made me closer with people, you know.
0: How did like living some be, being someone different than who you I don't know if wanted to be because you didn't know you were there yet or were
1: expected to be.
0: Right. How was living? The person you were expected to be. So living what other people wanted you to be, not what you felt inside, how did that affect school, freshman year, sophomore year, junior year? How did that affect it?
1: Of high school? Yeah, yeah. of high school. Um.
0: Yeah, probably because before high school, you were kind of too young to... Yeah,
1: I mean, I still don't even really know when I was a freshman if I truly knew. I mean, I knew there was something different, but I don't even know if my main focus was like let's try and be in a relationship with someone you know um but getting into that junior senior year when you're you're talking to new people you're meeting new people and i mean even a personal style like i've never been a girl to wear a dress and heels i mean have i yes but it's not because i truly wanted to
0: did it affect the way you reacted to adults like at school
1: um it possibly could. Mm-hmm. It possibly could have swayed my attitude and had this, I don't give a fuck attitude because I'm still trying to figure out me, you know? Right. Um, it definitely it definitely changed when I switched schools. Mm-hmm. Um, so started at Cabrini my freshman year, switched to De La Salle, sophomore to senior year. Um, and I don't know if it was the co-ed dynamic of
0: – you felt more accepted at Del Yeah, style? I
1: think so. Uh, I mean, I don't even know if I didn't feel accepted at Cabrini, I just, uh, I don't know. I guess it was a different dynamic, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, the guys maybe broke that tension or mm-hmm. whatever. I, I have no idea, Yeah. Um, but I don't know, I don't know.
0: Yeah. When did you feel, like, did you ever find yourself out of control in your early 20s, um, eating-wise?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Talk to me about that. Um, I mean, shit. Pretty much probably like early 20s, the mid-20s. You know, you go out, you get drunk, you go run through Taco Bell, run through wherever. I mean, I would go out, get hammered, eat something, maybe sleep for an hour and a half, two hours, go to work at 7 a.m., and mm-hmm. then do it all again. Was and just eat whatever. That sounds I could to me a little bit on.
0: more of just being a normal early twenty-year-old. Like probably you, you so. really didn't have any, I guess, PTSD from coming out of the closet, or
1: um, I think the PTSD came later. Well, like um, when? Probably when I tried to get my shit together a little bit. Um, you know didn't go to college or I went dropped out. It was a joke. Um, and then realizing, wow, like all these people went to college, they're making new friends. I'm home. Like living this repeated cycle of going out, working, going out, getting drunk, doing the same thing over and over again. And you know, it's like, what am I doing with myself? And then it was, did you
0: have have like regret?
1: Oh, I regret. Uh, I should have played softball in college. Yeah. Regret passing that up. Um, but then also on the same page with just where I'm at now, I don't know if I regret it because everything that I've been through since graduating high school has taught me some type of life lesson. Some, like yeah. some type of life yeah, lesson. Yeah, so I, it, you it's, know? it's
0: funny you say that. And uh, I said it again. It's funny yeah. you said that. But I was talking about this with you maybe Or or someone else um, with the regret that I live with for my decision making um, over the last few months with my separation Mm -hmm. with my wife. Yeah. Okay. Whereas you know when I could have taken a left, I took a right. Yeah. Every time, um, which put me in the situation that I'm in now. And so I had this regret that I could have gone left. However, before that, I I remember every day, you know, just kind of like living with distraction, if that makes sense. Yeah. And... I would stay at work an extra forty-five minutes, messing around, and pick up the kids at five thirty from my parents' house uh, because I could, like, no big deal. Yeah, they were right? there to watch them. So yeah, they were there to thirty them. minutes. Yeah, yeah. I was, I, what am I missing? You know, I'm around them all the time anyway. Uh, and now it's like I finish work at two o'clock so that I can pick them up every day for school. Yeah, I'm realizing right now that that's not sustainable for me to get my my work done. However. Uh, the point is I was present with my kids but I was not truly present with my kids yeah. If I don't go right every opportunity when I could have gone left mm-hmm. maybe I don't change anything yeah and maybe today I am still not present yeah. so when I look back and say do I regret anything that I ha- happens like you feel regret but that may because it hurts. Right? Like what yeah. I went through hurt. I still hurt. Uh, you know, I still cry yeah. often. I still feel a ton of pain. But I am who I am today because of that, what I went through. Yeah. And if I change that, I don't know if I if I get to this point where I am right now or get to yeah. it as fast where now I'm like so involved with the kids or, or present when I am present, yeah. if that makes yeah. sense, that I wouldn't trade that for anything. So while I deal with a lot of pain and there's regret of the situation, like it made me who I am today. And I feel like knowing where you are today, you have gone through something very similar. Like everything that you went through has shaped who you are to be who you are today. Yeah.
1: A hundred. I mean, a hundred percent, passing up job opportunities, um, because of fear, and I will tell you this, that I've passed up a lot of things due to fear. What, and what was that
0: fear? Putting yourself out there?
1: Putting myself out there, failing, um, not succeeding at it. I mean, I guess that goes with failing. But just all of those things that wrap around fear, the unknown. It's probably the unknown that really fucked me up. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like you got to because if not you'll be in that same situation doing nothing really and it's the truth and and i don't know if it was the current job that i have right now that really hit that light switch and i mean i feel like there's other things that have hit that light switch but i mean going to do what i do now has changed my life tell everybody what you do now um i work as a deckhand right now on a towboat um we push barges up and down the river I work with all males. Uh, I live with them 21 days at a time. Um, It's difficult. (laughs) It is very difficult. Uh, There's a lot of things that I have had to get used to. Like what? uh, Messiness. Messiness, Um, gotcha. Drama? Not so much drama, but guys are babies. (laughs)
0: <laughs> guys are babies. That is 100% guys true. Guys
1: are babies. Um, they don't like to work hard. Uh, wanting to do things for me just because I'm a female. Uh, I'm like, no, hey, I can do it. I'll ask for help when I need it. Um, just small things that you don't realize until you live with seven
0: guys. So, <laughs> so I remember the first day you went on the boat and can I share?
1: I don't even know what you're going to share.
0: You called and you cried.
1: Oh, yeah. I was hysterical. I walked into my bunk room and it was like the size of a tiny closet. And I was like, how the fuck am I supposed to live in here? And it was that it was that shock, that initial shock of like, wow, man, like I my life's about to change. And I and I don't know if it was the I the I can't do this or it was the hey, what's about to happen, you know? Um, But yeah, it was emotional. And it was the, do I even want to do this and be away from home? Uh, You know, it was multiple different things. And here I am almost two years Yeah, so that night
0: was pivotal. And I I mean that in the sense of you could have like treated it like other situations in the past and and packed it up when life got hard, but you stuck it out. Yeah. And now I feel like you love it.
1: Yeah, I have a love-hate relationship with it. Oh, it's hard. Um, it's hard work. It's definitely hard work, and th- I, that's probably my favorite thing, and I learn something new every single day I'm out there, um, whether it's about myself, whether it's about the job. Um, I mean, you get put in situations where you have to think real quick, and I mean, safety. <clears throat> safety is always... I think about it like this. There's people that I want to come home to. Yeah. So for 21 days... I am the safest I can be. I like that. Because my job is not as important as coming home to the people that love and care about me, you know? Um, OSHA
0: Osha loves you.
1: Yeah, you're right, yeah. (laughs) Safety bonus all day, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was pivotal because, like you said, I could have packed my bags and said, get me off this fucking boat, you know? Yeah. Um, But I didn't, and I stuck it out, and I told myself six months, which is a full year out there, you know? And now it's almost two years. Wow. And I'm, I hate it sometimes because you miss things at home.
0: Yeah, we were just talking about
1: but that. But it's another day. You plan around it. You know, i I'm going back the day before Thanksgiving and I love Thanksgiving with my family, but hey, whatever, I'll celebrate the next holiday or we do something the weekend before. Also, you, know?
0: you get some pretty bomb meals on the boat, right? Oh, uh, yeah, we're spoiled. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I imagine Thanksgiving Day on the boat is probably going to be pretty lit.
1: Oh, yeah, he does a huge spread. So. Yeah.
0: Also, you get holiday pay.
1: And I get holiday pay. You know? <laughs> we used to get the day before Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving Day, but they right. cut, you know, cost-saving right. measures. Right. <laughs> so,
0: what do you think was different this time? Like, like t- talk me through that. Like, did you feel the transformation happening within or like what? Cause you, I, I would say in the past two to three years, you're a completely different person than you were three years ago. Uh, oh, yeah. and it was gradual. Like I can look back on the last decade and say there was gradual change, Yeah. but there was also a very like, boom, let's go.
1: I mean, I, it's probably this job. 100%. Yeah. Like that was probably the light switch. Um, there's really no being soft out there. All right. <laughs> um, there's been times where I've been like completely fucked off or, or I'm having an emotional time and I suck that shit in until I get to my room. Um, and not because I don't think I can be emotional with the guys, but I don't want to be, you know? Um, but definitely did I feel it? Yeah. Um,
0: Do you like how that that's like shaped you? You do?
1: Yeah. Because I was so scared. Like I'm not so scared, but I just didn't do a lot of things out of fear. And if that's any advice I can give to anyone, just fucking do it. Yeah. That's literally what I just tell myself. Like you do it. You're either going to fail, you're going to succeed, or you learn something from at least just trying, you know? Um, and I like I said, I told myself I got to get through 6 months. That's it. And I did and I'm still doing it.
0: I've been telling people this a lot lately. The opposite of success is not failure, it's learning. Yeah. So you learn different uh, different ways to create success or this way isn't going to work, I'm going to choose this way. I mean it's 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 like the yeah. it's like Thomas Edison failing with the light bulb, but you know, yeah. S- same but not the same. So yeah. You know, I th- I feel like America's youth mm-hmm. or maybe the youth of the, the world is at like a crossroads right now. And, yeah, you know, a lot of people talk smack about millennials. Um, you're a millennial. Yeah. Hard work just shaped who you were and like kicked your butt in the right direction. Like how could people learn from that or like how could they use that like when you look or when you come off the boat and you've been in you see friends do you have any friends that are like flaky and you just want to shake them and be like
1: um yeah i'm sure uh but man like i just feel like people are lazy they they want shit handed to them and i mean and not so much my My millennial generation, I feel like mostly after me, like after my years. Um, But I feel like we've also made it easy for people to do that. You know, like, I don't know. I just like go out and get what you want. You know, nothing's handed to you. And it, I don't know.
0: Uh, Would you you have, like, if you could go back in time to... 21 22 okay mm-hmm. and like let's not play the game where i'm going to i'm going to go to college okay yeah. i'm not in college yeah. would you wish you would have found like this tugboat job then
1: no i i actually was talking about this the other day um, at one point i thought i was going to join the military and once i remember again, that i was i, I was, I I was, was, I was like, for that i was all for but that. like i think i didn't go for it out of fear another thing and now, like, either I would have just gone straight into the military after high school, or just followed my dream with softball and played, mm-hmm. or gone into some type of trade. I know for myself now, now that I look at who I am, sitting at a computer all day and typing in numbers and no, stuff you like that. I like working that, with
0: your hands. For I sure. like
1: working with my hands. I like sweating. Yeah. I anything active or. I could have done any of that. Yeah, and I don't think that trades are pushed <laughs> enough. No, they're like, not. They are not. They, they are not. not. And you can make a great living with doing some type of trade. D-
0: David and I were talking about that uh-huh. uh, on Sunday about how like like trade schools are not yeah. put pushed to the forefront enough. Yeah. Like. How many plumbers out there are just killing it? Like you got to work it. hard, but Who you're wants killing to be it. A plumber? You're making a good living. Who wants you know? to deal with
1: other people's shit?
0: Right. I mean, they're making a good living. Exactly. But it's not glamorous. It's not Instagram worthy.
1: Yeah, they probably have some sexy plumbers out there on TikTok. <laughs> I don't know.
0: If I was a plumber, I'd be a sexy plumber.
1: <laughs> Shut up.
0: Let me clean your pipes.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah.
0: All right. All right. So that, that was kind of like... Do you feel that was the start to where now you started to transform? You were transforming your mind. When did, what was the catalyst to transforming your body?
1: Uh, That, this job too, because you have to be fit. Well, you don't have to be physically fit. Not a lot of people out there are. But I knew for me, as a female, I don't just get to be naturally strong. Um, Yes, I'm strong, but being in better shape makes my job that much easier yeah um endurance wise uh lifting the things that we lift all of it um
0: melissa shared with us a tiktok the other day uh and tagged ruin and it was would you call it it was your transformation but I, i thought you called your i i can't remember but i just said something about
1: like this is a journey like the journey right i guess and
0: and she was lifting weight and i did not remember you being that big Uh, You were pretty big. I did not remember that. There is a
1: picture that uh, someone sent me. I guess I was in the background of a picture when I was doing a sit-up. And uh, I might get emotional. But it was fucking Mm eye-opening. Like, I was like, who the fuck is that? Like, how did that even happen? You know, when you think about it, and you're like, God damn, like, what was I doing? Like, yeah, I showed up here. Yeah, like my food wasn't terrible at home. We cooked, but then it was the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Thursday, maybe where I ate and drank, ate and drank out. Yeah. So that hard work that I put in, like, boom, down the drain, boom, down the drain every single weekend. Um, And when I saw that picture of myself doing a sit-up, I was like, holy shit, like it was unrecognizable. And then there's other pictures that I've seen where I'm like, gross, like, I mean, that's me talking about myself, Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. like I wasn't okay with that because I also knew that it's not who I wanted to be. That's not what I wanted for myself. Um, it would be simply too like going shopping and trying to put clothes on and
0: you I, literally I
1: have that. a breakdown every time you shop, I, every single I time you that. shop and, and it's already How frustrating was hard. for you to find pants? Well, yeah, super frustrating. I mean, got a big butt, thick thighs. It's just whatever. But it's the
0: opposite for me. I got thick thighs and no butt. That's frustrating, your too. Your thighs
1: aren't that thick, a little bit. But they're still kind of chicken-like. They're sexy-looking.
0: <laughs> I have big thighs. I just don't have a butt. Anyway, go ahead. But
1: anyway, so it was the frustration of so many different things. And every time I looked in the mirror, I hated it. It was I mean, you tear yourself apart. And I don't want to look in the mirror and tear myself apart. I mean, sometimes I still do. But that's where that mindset and that shift comes in to where, hey, I look back and I'm like, this is where I was. Look where I'm at now. I might not be finished. But are you ever really finished? You know?
0: So I remember those times. And you were – you crossfitted like crazy. Like you Uh, you went to the gym all the time. You were – pretty competitive crossfitter. Like you were good at it. Like you, you worked your tail off at it. It didn't matter. It didn't matter.
1: And I, and I think
0: like, man, how
1: much better could I have been if I would have known about nutrition, what I know now, Uh, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I think about that all the time. The other thing though was, is no matter like how well you killed the wad, yeah. It didn't make you feel better inside. No. Like, you know. Maybe and I, for 20 minutes. I, right, for 20 <laughs> minutes. And, it, and it, I talk about that with our gym a lot uh, or our community of fitness and yeah. nutrition where so many of us get into CrossFit because we want to change how we look and how we feel. Yeah. And then we find out, that,
1: well, I could be super
0: competitive. Well, fitness doesn't change how we look <laughs> yeah. and how we feel. I mean, it makes us healthier. Yeah. It changes our lung capacity, our metabolic conditioning. Like it, it helps with our immune system and our ability to fight off diseases, all good, healthy things. But it doesn't change the way we look, which doesn't change how we feel inside. Like it does not replace yeah. it. So do you know what is easier than um working on your nutrition like being competitive so people all of a sudden want to become ultra competitive at crossfit because that's a lot easier to show up every day and just bang your head against the wall than to actually do the work inside that requires self-discipline willpower um
1: accountability from a
0: coach you know that is going to hold your feet to the fire when it comes to how you eat all that stuff is hard so people just replace it with ultra-competitive, but it doesn't change anything and you never reach your goal that you were trying no. to reach. So I tell people all the time, please, please, please divorce for lack of a better term. Fitness and nutrition. Fitness is for wellness, nutrition is for weight loss. It's
1: almost like the fitness should just be kind of for fun.
0: Fitness like, should be for fun.
1: Yeah, and and it's it's really true because you know, okay, so, like, I choose to work out on the boat. Yeah. We don't have much equipment. We have very little. I figure out different things to do. But I, I don't only do it for fun, but I do it for, like, my own, my own alone time and my own sanity. Um, and I get asked, well, we were our job's physical. Like, why are you going in there? Why are you choosing to have less sleep and going in there for 45 minutes to an hour? And I'm like, because I need it. Yeah. I want it and I need it. I don't. I'm not worried about you. I want to do it. Yes, you know, like
0: fitness. Use it for stress relief. Yeah, it's something you can control. It's something you can do, and it makes you feel better. And it's my only normal that I have. Those are all. While I'm gone, those are all excellent, excellent reasons for fitness. Um, And and I love it too. Like I just don't put the emphasis on it that I used to. And my life changes. Everybody's life changes. And you have to like. I still. Love fitness. So I figure out a way to do it. It's just not the number one priority. Like it is a priority. It's not the number one priority, right? And so it might look differently for me. And that's cool. Than it used to. And it's yeah. cool and it should look differently for everybody. But I will say, like, my number one pet peeve right now is people posting their caloric burn on Instagram of, yeah. uh, of like their Fitbit or their Garmin or whatever. Look how many calories I burned in this class. What are you trying to prove? Because guess what? It doesn't matter when it comes to your weight loss. Like that yeah. is not going to control that. It's not going to change how you look. I I know this guy who works out four or five times a day, goes to all the different fitness stuff. He looks the same. He doesn't look any different. He asks about nutrition every now and then. Looks no different. Do you know why? Nutrition is hard. Oh, yeah. And you it, it's you have to work on it all the time. Yeah. Right? Um, it's, it's not something that you achieve and then you're like, oh, it's good. I'm good to go. I don't have to worry about this anymore. Yeah. No, no. You no, have to, you, you have to you constantly have to, have to worry yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, so how long have you been doing nutrition coaching? Uh, about two years. Two years. Uh, I and, think, yeah. Yeah. And it's taken a while, but the journey's been worth it. I mean, you look great.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I'm... <laughs> People always ask, and I said that in my post, like, what's your secret? What's your magic trick? And there's, there is no magic there trick. There is work. no magic pill in time. There's, look, and everybody's body is different. Everyone. I mean, I know guys that can just focus for three months and drop all their weight and yeah. look lean. I mean, it, it is what it is. Um, and that's also like, stop looking at everyone else. his yes. journey. And, And just worry about your own. I remember looking at one chick who I felt like we were similarly built. And I was like, fuck, her arms got jacked. Like, why can't my arms get jacked like that? Like, why is it taking me longer? And I like let it tear me up for a little bit. And then I was like, hold up. You can't do that because then I'm miserable every single day. Yeah, I knew someone that would
0: like, she would let, whether she won the workout or not in class to, Determine the rest of her day. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. she was miserable to be around and someone else beat her in a workout. I mean, it is like, what it is. Get you over know? it. Like, yeah. I, why are you stop comparing yourself to other people, worry about what you can do? This is not some you're not a professional athlete. Yeah. None of us are.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> right. I wasn't gifted the professional athlete gene. Right. So look,
0: <laughs> do genetics matter? Genetics absolutely matter. Are they the only thing that matters? No. They give people a head start, but everyone can achieve their goals with hard work plus time. Do some people reach it faster? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's fine. Like, I got uh, my client. I'm going to give a shout out to Dylan. Um, I think we're coming up on 24 weeks, and he's lost uh, about 40 pounds, and he looks shredded and jacked right now. Like short Dylan? Yeah, short Dylan. Dylan Oh,
1: yeah. He He was kicking butt yesterday.
0: That During dude, class. if I showed you his tracker, okay, yeah. like he does everything I ask of him and to the T. Yeah. If I say, fill out all these blocks, he fills out all these blocks yeah. every day. If I feel like hit these targets, he hits those targets every single day. Yeah. And then he's in here he looks busting great. his butt and yeah. he looks great. And so people are like, how come I can't look like that? Well, are you doing the work to look like that? Yeah. You gotta be able to do the work. Yeah. And even still, you might not get that that fast. Like, you can reach right. it. It just takes work plus time. And that's different for everyone. Um, so for you, it's taken. Like, it's been a journey for two years. Yeah. The other cool thing that I've seen, though, and, you know, we I have meetings with our nutrition coaches. And yeah. Claire's your nutrition coach. Yeah. And Shout you out, know, Claire. What shout it? out to Claire. <laughs> and we've I've talked to Claire about you a little bit. And she gives me, like progress report updates on you and part of that is you being able to dial down and up on the boat and do things that work for you on the boat though yeah it's hard like (laughs) right it's hard because you you have a lot of temptations around there there's not like you can't control the groceries you can ask for certain things, but you can't control the Yeah, bilatries. I can
1: ask for certain things. You can't I control, try not to be that
0: person. You can't control how much oil the chef is cooking no. with. Or, or, uh, or Butter,
1: oil, all right. of that. Yeah. So you
0: have to rely on habits and stuff like that. So it is harder for you to maintain progress or I've keep never progressing.
1: I've eaten more canned green beans in my life than I do for 21 days at a time.
0: You, you you found <laughs>
1: I a, eat canned green beans probably almost every single day.
0: <laughs> but you found a way for it to work, right?
1: Uh, if that's my only vegetable, that's what I'm eating. Yeah, you know
0: So you like know? if it, it comes down to this, right? Yeah. If your goal yeah. is important enough to you, yeah, you will find ways to reach that goal no matter the circumstances. Yeah, and look, no I, matter the circumstances. So when someone like comes to me and they say, hey, you know, it's just so hard. Like I want to brunch on the weekend with my friends and I need to go, you know, I'm dating right now and like all the dates are food dates. I'm like, okay, cool. Like just understand it's going to take you longer than it's going to take Dylan. Yeah. Okay. Like that's just reality, right? Or if your goal is this, find other ways to accomplish those things that are keep you on your path to success quicker. You know, where there's a will, there's a way. And if it's important enough to you, you will do the things to reach it. And it's just keeping that in mind. This has been an important goal for you. You have found ways to make impossible situations work for you.
1: And I mean, like I said, it's not easy. There's (laughs) the things that are bought are unhealthy. Um, Tons of chips, tons of little Debbie. cake. I mean, I don't choose little Debbie cakes. I would rather choose an Oreo over a little Debbie cake. If I am like, Is there a little
0: Debbie cake you like more than others?
1: No, I don't like any of them.
0: I think I like those Christmas trees. I'd like to get some of those Christmas trees I
1: think they all taste... Bad? Yeah, they taste fake. Okay. Um, And I found recently that I like the golden Oreos over regular Oreos. Golden
0: Oreos are good. Uh, Emily bought thin Oreos. Oh. She said they're delicious. I haven't seen them. I'll have to to try them. them. I'm going to try them out.
1: Um, But yeah, there's things like... I mean, there's things like you said I can control. So I pack my backpack full of built Bars or some type of protein bar. I bring protein powder. I bring berries and greens. I, uh, so there's things that I can do to help. Um, I probably supplement more protein while I'm away than I want that's okay. to. Um, that's all right. But it, you know.
0: If that's what you have to do, that's what you have to do. I,
1: I actually did. This is a funny story. I had a guy tell me one time and this is when I tried bringing my scale for a while and it, I stopped because it got really hard. Yeah. I'm not that I want to make a guesstimate. And, uh, Claire and I have talked about this. We've had this ongoing battle of, Hey, just try and make a great guess. Right. And I'm like, for me, I need to just go ahead and be like, here, here's the true numbers. This is what I need to know. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't like that because I was like, I'm still not sure if this is accurate. Um, and also, they mess with me too much about having a scale. When yeah. I was like, weighing romaine and this, and they're like, it's nothing. I'm like, no, but it is something. Like, you don't get it.
0: I'll say this, um, to, to feel that way, because I, I'm i pretty good at guessing now. Yeah. Like, But I've weighed everything for, for, like, a, long time. for a really long time. Yeah. So it's a lot easier for me. If you're like, go six months weighing stuff, and then you wanna try to, to guess, you're not prepared to guess. Like, you haven't done yeah. it long enough. Like, do the work and then you can get there, but keep going.
1: Um but anyway so i got messed with a lot about having the scale and i just it was making me more frustrated and i was stressing about that where i was literally having like breakdowns in my room like i was like i can't do this i'm gonna quit stacked i'm yeah, like this it. is it it was making me more stressed and making me bloat like stress hold, make, makes you bloated like i was having all these symptoms of like not being able to sleep because i was worried about well i can't food. feel yeah i was worried about food and i'm like i don't want food to be hard It's hard, but like I didn't want it to be what it was turning into. Well, it shouldn't be stressful.
0: And and that's exactly what it was. If the stress of dieting is greater than the the results you can get or like the effect of it, then stop. Like that is, that does not work for you. So
1: one day we were having lunch and I I don't think I ate breakfast that day because we just got to work. And so I was pretty hungry, but I wasn't going to like overeat. Mm -hmm. But uh, I was making my plate. I don't remember exactly what we were having. I might have just been chicken day. So, you know, if they fry something, they normally bake something. So I normally always go with the baked option, right. well, 100% of the time. Um, and I might have gotten three pieces of chicken that day versus two. Right. And I had maybe some rice and some green beans. And this guy sits across from me and looks at me. He's like, he looks at my plate, looks at me. He's like, you're eating kind of heavy today. Are you supposed to be doing that? And I was like, um, how about you mind your own fucking business? <laughs>
0: Yeah, Uh, y'all, let me give give everyone some advice. Do not comment on the amount of food (laughs) other people are eating ever. And I
1: told him, I was like, if you actually saw me, like, eating my actual targets, you would probably think that every single day of, like, how much food I really should eat. And I was like, you should probably see what my brother eats. (laughs) He eats, like, 17 meals a day. I eat a a lot of meals, yeah. You know, so it's – that was another turning point where, like, it just, like – it was a trigger. And, like I said, it's hard – I actually struggle every time I'm gone um, because I have no control and I don't really feel like I eat. I don't want to say real food, but because I'm not in control of cooking it, it's almost like cafeteria food. Mm -hmm. So it's made with whatever oil, butter, you know, whatever. Um, so that first meal when I come home, like I am so excited about it. I don't care what I'm eating as long as it's fresh and yeah. you know whatever. Um, but yeah, I, it's it's a does challenge.
0: It, does it get easier every time you get on the boat?
1: A little bit. Um, I have my moments, you yeah. know. Whether it's like oh after the storm, it <laughs> we struggled getting groceries to the boat for a minute mm-hmm. due to the fact of yeah. all of the crazy shit right. Um, and we were getting down to a point where like he was just throwing together whatever we had, yeah. so it was like, it's nourishment. Hot hot dogs or like whatever he had in the freezer, and I was like, You're what out. am I? I'm like, oh, I was freaking out. I'm like, what am I gonna do? I have no other options. Like it was like I can eat cereal, I can eat, and I'm like, man, and I was letting it get to me, get to me, get to me, and. I was like, okay, hold on. We're going to get groceries in a week. Like, I just got to do what I need to do. I have to remember I am working a physical job, you know? So there's times where I feel like it's hard, um, but I've also feel like I've kind of figured it out too. Yeah, I don't think
0: people who have never struggled with food or weight do not understand the constant struggle that it is. It doesn't go away. Like, even for me, um, you know, I've talked about on this podcast before a lot about body dysmorphia. Um, and you know, it's something I've struggled with forever and it's made me a little psycho about food, which I don't want to be right. Because then that's not a good
1: relationship either. Right. That's not a good relationship either.
0: Like when I freak out because I can't weigh and track my food, that's not health healthy, you know? No. Um, and I've gotten better at that because every time I do freak out, I can self-reflect but also the fact that I get back onto weighing and tracking, like if I'm on a vacation, yeah, yeah, and the waterway goes away in four days, it, it reinforces that that is temporary. Like yeah. what you're going through is temporary. You can get back. What the problem is, is that people like you and I, mm-hmm. okay, we think mentally we're going to go back to what we looked like for years.
1: Oh, I think about that all the time. I'm like, whatever I do, I cannot go back to where I was. Right. You know, I mean, it, it's just, there's multiple different battles. Like whether it's you put an outfit on and you're just like, damn, like I feel good. You know, like yeah. when I put on clothes before it was like, I'm just putting on clothes. Like I'm hoping that it hides maybe that role that I didn't want anyone to see or that, you know what I'm saying? Like it it's crazy it's crazy the things you think about
0: yeah so really the other day i was trying on some pants and uh this person told me that i had a muffin top um and like i've joked about it about four or five times since then uh but it bothered you well it bothered me but not like it would have in the past like in the past it would have sent me into a tailspin and it did not, like it did I not. I mean, when
1: they said it, I was like, oh God. Right.
0: And, <laughs> but, you know, and I've thought about that a lot. And there's a lot of triggers that come with yeah. that because of my past. But I still feel okay. Like it, it didn't, I, I kind of brushed it off. And, and yeah. i messed with that person. I've messed with that person three or four times <laughs> since then. And I've said it out loud a bunch of times. And I feel like if I say it enough.
1: It'll finally stop. It'll,
0: it'll be okay, right? <laughs> uh, but I am Okay. Yeah. I am okay. Like, I didn't go home and cry. I didn't go home and, like, shame myself in the mirror. Or, like, miss a meal Right, yeah. Of it. it didn't affect yeah. the way I ate. I still went and ate a ton of calories. Like, yeah. it, it was no big deal. And it's moments like that that's, like, kind of like, hey, I've arrived, you know? Yeah. Or I can not track my food, feel a little bit, like, junk, and be like, and then the scale will go up the next day or two days after and be like, that's all right. It'll go back down in a second.
1: But isn't it crazy that, like, you immediately know? So oh, I know. when yeah, Claire I know. asked me to like weigh myself, like that was in the beginning. Hey, let's start weighing yourself every day. I was like, you're fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. no. Um, and now, so when I got on the boat, I didn't have a scale. So I was like, hey, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And then so I was like, hey, can we order a scale? Yeah. We ordered a body scale. That's awesome. And I keep it in my room. <laughs> I was like, I'm taking this. Thank you. Um, and it's still, I got it in my bunk room and... I weigh myself every single morning, and sometimes like when it goes up, I'm like, gosh, but I'm like, hey, am I dehydrated? Do I not have enough electrolytes in me? Like, there's so many different things. It's
0: a data point. It's a data point. That's all it is. But now
1: I can't not do it.
0: Yeah, you know? I, I'm with you. I weigh myself every day as well and uh the only time I miss is when I physically do not have a scale no, or like out I'm out of if town or, to whatever. or whatever and the hotel doesn't have a scale. Yeah. Um I do know people that have travel body weight scales, which is cool.
1: Um who brought one to Beach Brawl? Uh I don't I don't know, but it was like this big and I thought I was going to like
0: smash it. Smash
1: it. Standing on it and I was like what is it? It might have been Jana. I don't I don't remember who had it, but I was cracking up because I felt crazy standing on it.
0: Well, so here's the thing is like in the beginning, and it takes a really long time, like people are afraid to weigh themselves every day because it, it comes with triggers, right?
1: Yeah, 100%.
0: But like you talked about before. Yeah. Okay. In order to get over that fear, you have to face the fear. And that means you need to get on that scale every single day. The more times you do it, the more scale resilient you will be and the less you will fear it. And the more like you have to go through knowing the fluctuations are going to happen. What will happen when you react appropriately to that fluctuation um, and how the weight's going to come off? And when that weight comes off, it's like, oh, it's water or like it's connected to this behavior. I did this because I logged this. Like, it's just a number. It's just a number. But it does take growing pains. I was there. I did that for a year, over a year, where like the scale reflected my mood for the day. It doesn't do that anymore. Like I don't no. care. I, I remember in July last year, I hit 176 and I thought it was the end of the world. I had a mental breakdown. I took pictures. I still have those pictures. I did I was bloated. I had water retention. Um Were you
1: coming off of a vacation? Yeah, I was or? coming off a vacation okay. where
0: I I was psycho about food, and yeah. Emily had a bad not, time because of it. Her family probably situation. had a bad time because of it, and that's my fault, you know. Uh, I did not handle that trip well at all, and I was a mess. Yeah. I was an absolute mess when I got home, weighed myself, took the pictures, and I was like unbelievable. Dedicated myself the next day. Four days later, I looked like a completely different person.
1: Yeah, changes.
0: Right. Right. Uh so I hit, you know, going through the separation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe divorce, maybe not. I don't know. But going through the separation, my stress has been through the roof. I've counted everything. I've talked about this. I retained a lot of water. I hit one seventy seven about a month ago, uh-huh. which is a pound heavier. Okay. It didn't bother me at all. Didn't bother me at all. I was like, oh one seventy seven. 177 uh, whatever, water is retention, it, you know.
1: Is it because you think maybe like you're like, hey, this is one little thing and you know that you can fix it when you have like all these other stressors that you would rather be worrying about than this one little number, you know, or is it because you're just personal growth? Well,
0: personal growth. I mean, that is a factor. Like it's just one thing. Like there are other things that are more important that I'm dealing with right now. Um, but also like for a lot of people, if you throw that on top of a possible separation or divorce, like that's Mm going to wreck you. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like everything you've worked for. And all of a sudden I weigh seven pounds than I did, you know, a month ago. What? Um, I I didn't look like I looked in those pictures because it was like stress retention and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, so it, that, that was helpful. But like I just hit it and it was what it was. Yeah. You know, and I moved on. And after that moment, I was like, oh, I think I'm there. What's funny, I've been coaching people in nutrition for almost t- two years now, and it was that moment where I was like, I think I'm okay with what the scale says. Like, it doesn't bother me now. No. I, I, you know, I still- And you
1: still might have a hard day with the scale one Right, day. right. But, uh, but it was but. like
0: I graduated, you know? Um so it takes time, y'all. It takes time, yeah. but you have to do the things that are hard. You have to do hard things. You have to face your fear. That is the only way you're going to get over that, you know? So, Melissa, how do you feel right now about where you are mentally, physically, emotionally?
1: Um, mentally, I feel like I'm in a pretty great spot uh, overall. Uh, sometimes I wow, like, wow myself when I'm talking to people, I'm like, oh my God, like who is this person mm-hmm. speaking? Like I, right. you know, whether it's the, like my outlook on something or whatever it may be, like this is not who I was. Wisdom comes with age ago. and experience. Yeah. Um, physically, uh, not always where I want to be. Like I'm not where I want to be yet. Um, and like I said uh, earlier, is physically. That how,
0: how do you compare yourself now to like two years ago? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, Off the charts. Yeah, yeah like I you're just, can't. You're not to your goal. No, but, like, but that—that's what feel I was saying. Better. Like,
1: are you ever at your goal? Because you're always. Yeah, I feel to be like better. I hit my
0: goal, and I'm in maintenance right now.
1: Okay, so you're so you're maintenance, but you're still working every single day, on your you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: I work on my fitness every day, but it's like I don't have a specific goal. It's it. My goal right now is not fitness related. Yeah. It's life related. Yeah. But I love fitness. So I still do fitness. It's just, I don't, I'm not working towards anything. And maybe
1: goal is the wrong word. Maybe that's what I'm saying. Like where I'm at, like I hit my main goal. Yeah. I've lost right at 50 pounds, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I still, for me, there's a small goal of like, I think that I could go 10 to 15 pounds more and like, you know, really see some of the things that I want to see. Um, but, and I, I feel like there was a little plateau that I hit. Like I got comfortable. I was like, cool, yeah, nailed it. And then I'm like, well, now what? Well, And, and, and scary thought, I've thought a lot about this, is am I capable to hit this next small goal with my lifestyle? Ah. And I mean lifestyle with how... Fluctuating, my boat to right. home life is. So that's
0: what I was going to get into because, like, I I follow this guy Lane Norton.
1: Oh,
0: <laughs> I follow <Sorry>. this guy <laughs> uh, Dr. Lane Norton. Uh-huh. Uh, check him out on Instagram. It's at BioLane, um, and I say he's my spirit animal. Yeah. Um, I, I I love everything he has to say about nutrition. I love everything he has to say about fitness, um, and I watch him lift. And this dude is an animal. Yeah. Um, but also like incredibly smart, but an animal. And I watched the way it works out. And I was like, man, you know, I'd love to get back in there and really work at my deadlift, really work at my squat. And then I'm like, mm. yeah, I don't know if I want to put in the work to do that. Right. Like yeah. I have other things that I want to accomplish in life right now. Yeah. So in order to be able, I know what it takes to do that yeah. and get there. Or like, let's say I want to build certain parts of my body, mm-hmm. you know, like, um,
1: Get bigger legs, bigger arms. Bigger butt. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to get
0: a bigger butt for the longest time. I know what it takes to get a bigger butt. Yeah. I'm not willing to put in that effort right now mm-hmm. because other things are more important to me right now. Does it mean like I might not ever do that? No, but just right now it's not. Yeah. You know? Um, so that's why like you can have a goal, maybe you hold it for later. Like you just have to know what it takes to get there and be willing to do that work or change your goal.
1: Yeah, and I, that's where I'm at. That's my constant battle right now is, I mean, last week I was like, ah, I'm quitting stacked. Cause I know that I can't get, get my goal while I'm gone. And I, and that sounds crazy when I say, I know that I can't, that's, those are the wrong choice of words, but it's like, we were talking earlier. It's difficult. It's very difficult yeah. to, to get that while I'm away. And, and then you're like, okay, well I'm home for three weeks how much can I change in three weeks? And then it's hard too, because I come home and I want to have that drink that I couldn't have maybe, yeah. or, and, and honestly, drinking's really not that important to me. Right. It's just, I do like a glass of wine or I do like a good crafted cocktail, mm-hmm. you know, every once in a while. But I also know that it can be balanced in, but then it's like, do I just go hard for three weeks while I'm home? And then just hope that I can maintain while I'm gone. It's, it's very, I'm trying to figure that out still. We're trying to, we're working on that. Um, and I've done a lot of success with hitting a protein goal and calories. Yeah. Uh, well, so
0: here's something to consider, Melissa, is that, all right, I'm going to share an example. Uh, Dean Blank, who owns Clean Creations, uh-huh. he started nutrition coaching with me. When he started with me, he was like 166. Okay. okay. Um, and his goal was, this sounds crazy to look like me. That's what he said. I want to look like you. All right. Well, we kind of had to do a body recomposition for Dean. So we started, um, we were going to do a cut and then a reverse diet up and build muscle mass. Uh, but about two to three weeks into nutrition coaching with me, his wife, Barbara had to go into the hospital, mm-hmm. um, and be put on bed rest. And she, and she was like, put on bed rest for months, months and months and months. Like, For the majority of Dean's time with me. So now Dean had to take care of their kids, run their business, clean creations, Mm -hmm. worry about nutrition and like worry about fitness, like something had to give.
1: So his nutrition maybe nutrition and fitness kind of got put on the back burner. Okay.
0: But what Dean and I talked about is like, if you didn't have nutrition coaching and you didn't have that accountability, what would, what would have happened? Like maybe reverse progress, right? Like maybe you put on weight. Maybe you lose all the progress you made because you don't have someone holding your feet to the fire or just being there to support you. Um, And so that's where like accountability can be helpful even when you aren't able to do all the things. Um, Well, even just like, even
1: just when I'm gone, even sometimes just a phone conversation with Claire, like even if I'm having a hard time, like, I'll just be like, all right, cool. She she just chilled my mind out a little bit. Even though I, like we've said, there's a lot of stuff I can't control, but it's still that just that one little conversation with her. Even if I talk to Jordan sometimes, where they could just mellow my brain out for a little bit. Hey, you're going crazy. Remember your progress. Remember the things that you can control. Yeah, guess what, y'all.
0: That happens to all of us, including yours truly. Like I do that all the time. I have a coach. because I think everyone should have a coach. And, you know, I know what to do, y'all. I know what to do, but I still need someone there just so that I can reach out to and be like, man, I'm experiencing all these things. What's going on? I know what's going on, but I'm like, what's going on? And he's like hey calm down like yeah you know
1: because it's hard to tell your own self that right i know i know what i need to like roll back hold on you know and
0: so like even though maybe i didn't utilize my coaching the best i could over the three months i am so thankful it was there for the like two or three times that something really happened and i was able to create progress out of it um and i have like i've created a lot of progress in the last month and a half um, after a rocky few months and that makes me truly happy so Melissa, for you, like, how close do you think you are to your authentic self these days?
1: With nutrition or just, like, no, myself? No, just period. Um, pretty close. Yeah. How does yeah. that feel? Uh, pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. I uh, just, especially just looking back on my, t- my own personal timeline uh, and... I guess I would call myself reckless. I mean, I wasn't like getting into trouble or anything, but I was reckless with decisions. I was reckless with my emotions. I was reckless with other people's emotions and having this like, I don't give a fuck attitude when really like that's wasn't what it is. It was me being guarded and like not wanting to do the work on myself. And it really probably started after my past relationship where I was like, something needs to change. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I met Jordan and it kind of like everything kind of started falling into place, you know? Um, it was like, all right, cool. I got a good job. What's next? Started showing up more here, making better decisions, but still like was a little reckless because like, Hey, I was in a new relationship. We'd go out, eat, drink, you know, whatever. And then like, I got her to be a part of this and it's always great when you have a person that you can do something with you know and um you know i mean hey she's a chef like people always ask oh you eat everything she cooks i'm like no i would be five thousand pounds yeah. like really like um but when we cook at home she we cook great you know yeah. um so it's it's little steps that change, like little decisions every single day that can help you in the long run, you know?
0: Yeah. I've been trying to decide where I want to be, you know, or what I want to do. So for some of y'all that might sound jarring, right? Like I own a gym, I own a nutrition coaching company and it's like, where do I want to be? What do I want to do? And, um, the answer is, I don't know. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't know what's next for me. Um, or where I wanna take the gym, which I don't want people to be alarmed, like we're doing fitness, we're always gonna do fitness. But I think one of the things that I really wanna impart on people is the journey to become the authentic self, right? Mm-hmm. Um,
1: it's very like fulfilling. Um, at the end of the day, I mean, a lot of people can't sit and be by themselves Uh, because that's when scary thoughts happen. Yeah. Uh, that's when you truly start to figure out, Holy shit. Like I'm in a room by myself sitting in my own thoughts, which can be hard, hard, very, very hard. Um, and I actually did a lot of that for uh, multiple times. And I think that that's helped me grow because, you know, you battle with that, well, I should have done this. Okay, well, I didn't do this. What can I do next? What can I do after this decision wasn't made? Or, oh, I made this decision. It wasn't the best. But what's the next best decision for me? Yeah, you know?
0: absolutely. And so, you know, I, I have to remember that people found nutrition coaching um, because of my story, right?
1: Uh-huh. Not
0: everyone, but like some people have come to nutrition yeah, coaching yeah. because of my story. Uh, people originally came to Rue because of my vision for what fitness is, you know? Uh, and my vision has changed over time uh, and evolved over time. And it's ever evolving as we all should be ever evolving, yeah, right? Yeah, that's how you grow. Um, <laughs> exactly, it's how we grow. Yeah. And so I have to remember that there will always be people attracted to that authenticity right yeah and if you don't like it it's okay if you don't like how we coach nutrition it's okay if you don't like how we coach fitness it's okay but i want everyone to remember that like what you want is what you want don't let someone else influence that
1: you're yeah
0: if you want to be happy right um for example, I'm gonna share this story from Saturday night. We had our, uh, we had, uh, we celebrated a birthday for my mom, um, and Melissa cooked a cheesecake. Melissa cooked no, it. No, a carrot. I'm oh, sorry, a carrot cake. <laughs> that's that's the story messing with me. Melissa cooked the carrot cake for my mom's birthday. Not Jordan. Melissa cooked it, um, and it was good. We all we all enjoyed it. We all enjoyed it, except my dad. My dad didn't like it.
1: He straight up was like, "I don't like it." Right.
0: <laughs> and so. It, I know in that moment, like it bothered Melissa, like it bothered her that dad didn't like the, the Mainly because cake.
1: there's not many things that he's like, wow. Right, but it bothered you. And I had
0: I told Melissa in that moment, I said, hey, everybody likes the carrot cake here except him. Why are you worried about him? He's the one person that doesn't like it. And then I thought about that over the weekend and I thought about it Sunday and I thought about it on Monday. Really? I, yeah, I, and I thought about it in terms of myself. Yeah. I've been worrying about the handful of people that may not like my programming or may not like what we're trying to do as nutrition coaching or may not like the fitness product that we put out there. Yeah. And I stopped thinking about the majority of people who do like the product that we're mm-hmm. putting out there. Yeah. So why do I care about that handful of people? It's, I shouldn't. That's the point. I shouldn't, Okay. Yeah. And there will always be people who enjoy what we put out. And that's the people that I need to focus on. Uh, And I just want everyone to remember that, like, as you go through life, as you go through your job, your journey to be you, your journey to be yourself, um, be who you are. Don't let anyone else influence that, okay? People will be attracted to you for you and not you for anyone else. Heard that. So, anything else to add, Melissa?
1: No, just be you.
0: I love it. All right, y'all. That's a wrap. Peace out.
1: Later.